Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Heard the nightlife, rose life with that Alrighty, welcome back to the locker room, guys, where we watch it so then you don't have to. Haven't said that in a while, but uh, me and Luke, we are joined over Zoom. It's obviously, it's holidays. We're all at our normal houses. But uh, yeah, I mean, let's just get right into it, starting with football. Um, yeah, since we're at home, I won't be able to play, you know, the sound effects that I love. But the Steelers, you beat the Raiders. Uh, typical primetime shit show of a win for the Steelers. Uh, it was a Franco Harris memorial game, uh, anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Just so happened he died in the same week. Um, but, yeah, to win last second like that, that was fucking awesome. Um, playoff hopes are still alive. I can actually read them off, but uh, I, as I find that, Luke, you can take away the Steelers game. Yeah, it was, it was off. I hated watching every second of it. <laughs> it was kind of like we were playing, like, cards and stuff, like, just our family and like games and it was just on in the background. So I was, I was like watching it, but not like fully engaged. And it was just, nothing was happening. Like as you're watching it, they scored early, didn't they? Like the Raiders got up like 10 to three right away. So it was like, they didn't score like all games. So yeah, it, was it, was just, first, it was just boring. First drive of the game, they scored. Yeah. It was third in yeah. row. Yeah. Cause I remember it was 10 to 10 to three, I think Raiders. And then I kind of kept looking and it was just nothing was happening. No one really played good. Derek Carr's terrible. It was just an awful game in general. No, it's unreal, like, how bad he's been <clears throat> compared to last year. And he got you know, way better. I think their offense is way better. It has to be. I mean, yeah, Devontae Adams, two catches, 15 yards. That's, that like, ridiculous. Huge. I was going against Devontae Adams in fantasy. That, that was big time. And that Steelers spread. That was a lock, so – uh, next game, though, let's talk about your Bears. Played the Bills. Uh, I mean, if Justin Fields gets held to 11 yards on the ground, the Bears will get blown out in 100% of the games they play. Right. And, um, yeah, because, like, you don't, we don't have the weapons necessarily to for him to not, like, just run all over teams and do good. Uh, but I, I told Lewis, I think we score for on the first drive, like, every, every game we play. We drive down, score, get up 7 nothing. Or three nothing even, and it's like, like what? And then they just nothing. The rest of the game is just horrible, and that's exactly what happened this game too. Got up seven nothing, and it was just awful after that. Uh yeah. I mean, I have nothing else to say about the game. It's just the Bills being the Bills. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. The Bills oh, what just I like, came out and dominated. What I like about that though is you know how so many people hate on uh, Justin Fields for running and taking hits and all that shit, and then he goes up and plays against Josh Allen, who takes hits more than anybody, and nobody Way says more. anything about it. <laughs> yeah, someone like came out with like a thing like how all the um, like running quarterbacks got hurt this year. But then, like, I think every single one of them did. But it's, like, every single one of them, I think, got hurt when they were in the pocket, like, getting sacked or something. Yeah. Uh, just about all of them. It's just, like. You know, Kenny Pickett has had two concussions already. Yeah. He so, it's, those, like. He said those were the first two of his life. That's funny. Wow. Yeah, I don't even it, get how that's possible. Yeah, it, the Bears, I mean, yeah, we lost. We are sitting at, like, the my mom's side is all Packers fans. So, we're watching the Packers game. And me and Logan, we weren't, like, 
talking or anything, but they said something about, oh, where the Bears are, how the Bears doing? Because they were almost, they can make the playoffs yet. And I was like, oh, we have the second pick in the draft. So, <laughs> What, by the way, who do you want? Do you want Will Anderson or that, like, Julio Carter? I want, I want Jalen Carter. I think he's yeah, just – Yeah, Jalen, yeah. I mean, he's a Georgia guy, too. He's going to be a monster. Like, it just – they just don't miss on defense. So, <laughs> but, I mean, well, either way, you can't go wrong, I don't think. Right. I mean, and knowing your GM, you'll probably trade back. I hope we do because, like, we, yeah, we need, like, uh, defense and – but – like, do we really need it that bad? Like right now, I just feel like we have so many picks and we can even just trade back and get a receiver instead. I don't know what the plan is. I'm excited to see what we'll do, but we don't need that second pick. Like it well, doesn't like we don't, I feel well, like it would be huge for you. And I should know the draft order because I literally look at it every Monday. But I if you have like a team look in it a up. three or four spot that needs a quarterback and like it's desperate to jump up like to get ahead of a team that needs quarterback, like the Panthers, some shit like that, that would be massive for you guys. Right. And I just, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like Will Anderson, Jalen Carter would be good. Like, I don't, even if we like trade back out of the top five, it's just like, I can see that. And it's not a bad thing necessarily because like right now they got the guys, the teams behind us is like, they don't really have, they have like the, they, so it's Texans. Obviously they need a quarterback. Bears, um, Seahawks. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're probably not Cole getting a quarterback. Or Smith. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Cardinals won't. Cardinals won't get a quarterback. Then it has the Colts, but that's the second. They have Will Levis going second quarterback right there. So maybe no one will want to trade up. I don't know. We'll, yeah, see. we'll see. But uh, next game we have Packers versus Dolphins. So I had Tyreek Hill and Christian Watson in this game. Christian Watson goes out. And then I'm like, all right, so I need Tyreek Hill to, you know, pick it up. And I was happy that the Dolphins were down because I'm like, all right, they're going to start throwing it. But it didn't fucking matter that they had to throw it because Tua must have thought he's playing for the fucking mm-hmm. Packers. It was the most pathetic thing I've ever like seen in my life because when the Packers were on offense, I just quit watching. I wasn't watching at all. Then the Dolphins get it. I'm like, all right, let's go. Let's throw the ball. Let's get it in the middle of the field and uh, Hill and Waddle will do their thing. But of course not just three terrible interceptions it was all in a row right yeah I, it was like yeah right I know towards it was the end of the two game. in a row it was two in a row at least and but, then it was the last and then it was this last drive well and i've been you know going off all year about how big of a two a supporter i've been and like since day one blah 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 but it's it's almost fucking impossible because for how how bad the dolphins have fallen off lately even though they're like losing close games like games they could easily win it's still just fucking crazy. It's bad. Like, I mean, two, yeah, two is like lot. Every game they've lost, it feels like it, it was, it's all been like his fault too. Cause obviously those wide receivers are going to be open. He just, he missed them like bad too. Like bad. So I don't know. It's, and Packers are going to freaking sneak into the playoffs and it's going to suck because they'll probably make a run. And it sucks because if they make the playoffs, I mean, I could easily see Aaron Rodgers staying around because he's starting to figure figured out with these receivers and stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. I can't – if they do good and they end up making playoffs, which I think they will because I they have the Lions and the Vikings left, they'll probably win out and they're going to be just fine being in the playoffs. And who knows, honestly, because they're starting to click now. Well, imagine if they played the Vikings first round. I think that's easy to chalk it up as a W. Is that who it would be? I have no idea how like, the, the playoff works. Cowboys are – 
So one and two would be the Eagles and like the Vikings. No, Vikings would probably get a bye. Only one seed gets by, right? One and two now. I thought it was seven because it's seven now. I thought it used to be right. two, but now it's one. Oh, is it the other way? I have no clue. Oh, uh, but I mean, the, if not, it would be, it'd probably be if they get the three. I don't know how it works. I'll look it up. But, but um, the thing I was going to say about Tua, someone's like, if he was on the, if, if Zach Wilson was on the Dolphins, like he'd be a pro boy. He's like, it's just that easy on the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, fuck, I don't even know if that's... No, I don't I don't think... It was just funny. It was on Twitter, I think. But I'm trying to find out playoff picture. But yeah, like, he just... He just is messing up. Like, he has everything in it. Like, anything you could want as a quarterback, two of us. And he just can't well, figure it out. Last pick he threw, his guy wasn't even fucking looking. Yeah, so I don't know if he was supposed to like come back on that route or what, or he just threw it. But like Tua, he's the most like thin-skinned quarterback on the planet. I feel like. I mean, we've all heard the Mike McDaniel story of him putting together all that film just to show him like how good of a quarterback right. he is to get his confidence back. But I feel like once once it rains, it pours for this guy. Like he throws one pick, and next thing you know, he's just shitting his pants and just blowing the game. Yeah. No, you're right. Um, but yeah. What- Going back to the playoffs, you're right. It's only one now. It used to be two, which that does make sense. And uh, but it's yeah, because right now Minnesota's two and Washington's seven, and that's who the Packers would jump. <laughs> the that's like the worst so top heavy. It's unreal. That's the worst scenario you could think of if you're like a Vikings fan. Like, wow, the Packers are going to just sneak in, and we have to play them first round because you're probably not going to beat them. <laughs> That'd be terrible. Uh. Next game, Rams versus Broncos. Uh, I had a play against Rams defense in this game. Of course they did. And fucking <laughs> Baker Mayfield wins MVP, scoring 51 on the fucking Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett right after gets fired. We had fucking Patrick Starr on the call, calling a Russell Wilson interception. And by the way, whoever's voicing Patrick Starr, way to just like let loose on him and just take him to the Literally. clean. He was grilling him. And uh, – <laughs> Yeah, then fucking what's his name? Blake Ripon getting in an argument with O Lyman. Yeah, another douchebag name. But uh they're yeah, I'm like Nathaniel Hackett just has to be happy at this point, I think, just to get fired. Not, yeah. What a shit show. It's it's a mess. Like it's a complete mess. Russell Wilson is so bad. Um one interception. Like I know the Rams have good defense, but Jesus Christ, three interceptions and like 14 pounds. It's just bad. But, like, their defense is supposed to – Broncos' defense didn't play good either. Like, how do you let Baker Mayfield just pick you apart like they did – like he did? No, that's the that's thing. Like, that's a big thing. The Broncos' defense has, like, been keeping them, like, relatively yeah, – not, not even close this game. Like, they were terrible, too. Unbelievable. And who was – was there, like, a that white dude? Did he go off in this game, Uh, their wide receiver? For the Rams? Yeah. Like No, I mean, or Higby was – Higby went off. That was it. <laughs> Tyler fucking Higby. Higby had nine catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. He just dominated. Their next leading receiver was Bryson Hopkins. Is that who you're talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I, no, no, that might have been a different game. Scared. There's some dude that got yeah. three touchdowns. But, I mean, it sucks because these kids watching the Nickelodeon are going to think Baker Mayfield's like the best thing ever. No, and it's hilarious. And he's just not. 
because the last three MVPs are Trubisky, Dak Prescott, who lost that game, and now, now Baker Mayfield. Like it can't get more mid or terrible than that. I wanted Russ to win that so bad. No, I know that PMT guys. They said that they tried to, but uh, Nickelodeon quit doing the fan vote. And like, oh. but they had to. Like otherwise, otherwise every tournament take would win. Whoever the, whoever PMT wanted to win would win. Yeah. Every single year, but no, this is just terrible. Denver four and eleven. I, I can't, I can't believe how bad they are this year. Obviously, <laughs> no, I, I picked them to do everything. I was uh, upstairs making food, and my dad goes, "Did you watch that Broncos game?" I'm like, "No, I couldn't watch that." And he goes, "Uh, shit, what do you say?" Fuck, I totally lost it. But any Baker Mayfield land fifty one, probably something about that. Right, and we were um, we were watching the Celtics Bucks game. Like me and Logan were. I'm like, "What are we doing, Logan? We have to watch Nickelodeon game." I turned that on, and it was just, oh my god, it was so funny watching that. Watching the Nickelodeon cast when it's such a blowout makes it just that much better. Uh, did you see all like Twitter was going nuts with this? Uh, every time they'd say like slime, like a lot of like sus shit got said, you know. Like, oh really? Uh, I didn't see that. Like uh Tony Romo was on the call and he goes, Oh, why'd you slime on my face? And like this. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh shit. But anyway, Bucks versus Cardinals. Uh both these teams are disappointments, and I don't even know what happened in this game, to be honest. But Tom Brady won in overtime. So there you go. It was 16 to 6. I or 16 to 6. The Cardinals were up and they just blew it. Um, I didn't really – I watched the beginning and then I turned it on right at the end when Tom Brady drove down in overtime or whatever. But they're, they're just horrible, and they're going to get in the damn playoffs too. It's just they, doesn't, does, they don't deserve it at all. That would be like a bad football the Vikings would hate to see. Right. They're just a bad football team in general. Yeah. I, I can't stand it. I, I like the NFL has to go to where just like the best teams make it instead of division winners because this, this is stupid. Yeah, and uh, shout out Trace McSorley, uh, fresh our freshman year in college. Every pregame, we were blaring that song, <laughs> and it is always great to see Trace McSorley trot out on the field. Uh, but anyway, through forty five passes, <laughs> what are they doing? No, that's another guy that needs to get Kings, fucked. Kingsbury is gone. Uh, next game we have falcons versus ravens uh i don't know how the fuck the ravens are 10 and 5 but they are and it looks like lamar jackson is coming back just in time for his upcoming game against the steelers um yeah so they beat us without lamar jackson and whatever all right enough about the steelers but uh yeah the ravens being 10 and 5 is just wild that's just what they do like they they got a system where obviously it helps to have lamar but you just have a running quarterback, and like they have such a good defense, they they're just gonna win. They can win without without him. Like that's just who they are. It's their identity, and it's it works to a T. It's, it's unbelievable. the Niners. It's the Niners, but with Literally. running quarterbacks, not you no know, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy, and that it they you can't score on them because of how much clock they waste, and then also on top of it, they're good defense. For sure, uh, the Falcons are dead, so they they're just bad. Yeah, thank God Desmond Ritter is lighting it up. That's another huge W for me and the Kenny Pickett guys. But uh, next game, Bengals, oh my, versus, yeah. Bengals versus Patriots. Uh, the Bengals, 
they're the hottest team in football. I mean, this defense is something nobody really like considered being good. Like looking back to last year's Super Bowl team, but yeah, they're legit. Uh, and they almost blew it too. Twenty-two nothing, I believe they're up, and the Patriots back in it. But I mean, that's it's whatever. I mean, obviously the Patriots are just not. Um, Patriots are dead too. Like, there's a lot of teams like this is the week where it's like must win, and yeah, they're they're just not good. And the Bengals are unbelievable. They're they might. I don't know. I can't, I can't wait for the playoffs in the AFC because it's loaded. Like, like it was like, we said it was going to be at the beginning of the year though. We said it was going to be loaded. Like the bills, um, it's going to some bills, Cincinnati, uh, the Ravens, even, um, obviously the chiefs and like the Chargers sneak in, they could be, it's just, it's going to be good games. No matter what there's like one through seven is going to be good teams that can make a run. It feels like uh, the Jags awesome. might sneak in though. We'll get to that though. Right. I mean, maybe not them, but it's just like, you're going to have, yeah, it's like you're compared to, uh, NFC, it's like NFC Championship is going to be really fun, but we're going to have to wait for that. It feels like this this is going to be before that even. You're going to get like a Super Bowl, two Super Bowl teams. Kind of like last year. And yeah, exactly. 15 years. So yeah, and the next, yeah, as long as these three, four quarterbacks or five quarterbacks are still around. Yeah. Uh, the next game, Lions versus Panthers. The Panthers, I think they had 250 rushing yards at half. Uh, the Panthers, they're looking like pretty solid of late, but I mean, the Lions defense, I think it has more to say about them of just how bad it is, but like Sam Darnold, just quietly going around getting W's. I think what he had 250 and two touchdowns in this game. I mean, I don't uh, play. yeah, two, and he only threw 22 passes. Like, yeah, that's I mean, like, yeah, he efficient. No. And what I wanted to bring up about this game. So Matt rule obviously got hired at Nebraska and he got interviewed and they asked him like, I don't know how he felt about getting fired. He's like, yeah, I realized that uh, what I was doing didn't translate into W's, but he said, if you look at our core guys, like guys that I drafted and you just go through it, they're actually like super talented. I mean, very good. Like they're on their defense at Brian Burns. He's like an all pro defensive tackle or defensive end or whatever. Jeremy mm-hmm. Chin, uh, DJ Moore. I mean, they got a bunch of guys. JC Horn. Yeah. JC Horn. Yeah. He's, Really, good. I think CJ Henderson on that team from Florida. I don't know. I oh, think I they think have another corner. Yeah, yeah, CJ Henderson. Yep. But yeah, I mean they're super young. I think it's just like quarterback way kind of situation. Not maybe not yet, obviously, because they're that young. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's another like core that obviously like Matt Rule. Like when he's saying that, I'm like, well, shit. Like maybe he's not as bad as they thought he'd be. But yeah, he just must not have. Yeah, but just must be like how coaching like his play calling i don't know something like that just doesn't work in the nfl i guess but um or having like that carousel of the four worst quarterbacks ever so right yeah that probably something but i like i've always thought like sam darnold even when he's like on the jets i always thought like he's not bad like he he can play it's just he's been in such shitty situations i'm not saying he's like a, a stud by any means but i've always thought he's solid like compared to like like Zach Wilson, obviously the Jets, and then um, like even like Baker Mayfield and shit. I've always thought Sam Darnold brings more than they do, just because he he can game manage and stuff, and like not turn the ball over. I just always, I've always thought he was he could be like a decent quarterback. Uh, what I like about Sam Darnold is he has that like I don't give a fuck kind of ad, which mm-hmm. I mean can be good and bad. But like you look at somebody like Tua, who's like 
looks just like soft or like Russell Wilson. Right. Like, I don't know. You like hurt their feelings easily when like, if you trot out a guy like backup quarterback, Sam Darnold, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go play fucking football. And I don't care what people yeah. say. Like that's Brock Purdy too. Like it's cool <laughs> to get to him. <laughs> but yeah, uh, they just, he just, I don't know. And he, he's like a, seems like he's a good guy too, because all that, when all that Baker Mayfield was starting and stuff, Sam Darnold was like, positive about it and everything the whole time and he never whined about it once yeah he was on and now now he's doing good he's on uh busting with the boys like talking about that whole deal he seems like super cool and everything so i mean yeah and now yeah. he's wait wait his turn and ball out when he can he wins games yeah he's doing and the lions are they're done now i mean this is like every because like they needed to basically win out so and obviously yeah they're they're probably they're probably done i mean i don't i don't think they're I don't know if they're mathematically eliminated yet, but it doesn't really seem like um, they can make no, it. And literally every playoffs. team, every team the Packers needed to lose this week lost and they won. It was like perfect situation for them. So, yeah. But did you see what um, Dan Campbell said to the coach at the Panthers? I don't even know who coaches Panthers right now. No, uh, Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Did you see what he said after the game to him? Like in the I had heard about game? it, but I don't remember. He's like, you got – He's always so funny. He's like, you guys kicked the shit out of us or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and this is so funny. Yeah, I love how PFT's like uh Dan Campbell's one of them coaches where you're like, I want to lose for that guy, like Dan Campbell. Right, <laughs> right. But uh yeah, they great season for the Lions, though. I mean Yeah, I mean they went on that little run. It's just it was too late. Like yeah, they needed to start that a little earlier. But a lot to look forward to. I was a Lions fan. Uh, Saints versus Browns, perfect game to take a nap in. Uh, these teams are almost exactly the same, where they have just massive names on the roster, but they're like surrounded by bums and bad coaches. And I mean, we saw that on the field. Like it's out. It's just dysfunction on both sides of the field. And I don't know. Like I hate both of these teams. It's horrible. Like yeah, I, I didn't watch it because like, why would you watch this game of all games? Any these two teams play it's the most boring shit ever. Mm -hmm. They don't do anything. Like they run the ball. The, at least the Browns can like run the ball and move the ball. Seem like, but they can't score. Obviously. Well, that's the thing. Like I don't like. I feel like the Browns should be running the ball forty times a game, but they don't. Right. I think Chubb got like twenty four touches this game or something, which he should. But I don't know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The, the Saints. I don't know why they keep starting Andy Dalton. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's a tank or what, because. They might it's as gotta well. be, but I don't know. Yeah. It's terrible. But uh Giants versus Vikings. So the Vikings now 11 0 in one score games. I know the Vikings keep it close with teams like bad teams that they should kill, but I honestly believe that they could possibly like upset a team in the playoffs just because their offense is literally never out of a game. But I know they probably will lose first round because I mean, if you look these NFC defenses, you have like the three best defenses in the league right now, but the Cowboys, Niners, Eagles, and then like the Packers, like pretty solid defense. I mean, it <laughs> like saying this now, like you'd say, yeah, their offense is never out of it, but I mean, the gauntlet that they'll have to hit in the playoffs, there's just no fucking chance. No, I mean, because yeah, let's just say they play the Packers right away and win, they'll have to play. They, they, they still reseed, don't they? Yeah. So then they probably play if Cowboys win against the Bucks, they play the Cowboys. And we've already seen how that game go went. Yeah. The Cowboys kicked the shit out of them. Bad, really bad. 
let's say, I don't know, the Cowboys lose to the Bucks, and they play the Niners probably. That's not going to be good for them. Like they, they just won't. They just won't have an easy game. And no. the two, the two of those teams that are better than them, like the Cowboys and the Eagles, have already played them and they've already smoked them. So just, they just don't have. I don't, I don't know. I think it's done. But they squeak out another one. If that, like that, have you seen those what if standings? Like if you every one score game flips, they're like they'd be like one and fourteen. And right, they're eleven. And they all lost all the. Yeah, so if they lost all those games, it's like crazy. Um, yeah, and they're like a lot of people are talking about Greg Joseph hitting that huge field goal. They've been talking about like how shit of a kicker he's been like his whole career. Yeah. And like he just gets at it. It's like that's just a Vikings luck this year. Yeah. And so last time I played the Packers, they went on like a field goal. No, I can't. No, it was 23 7. But um, for some, oh, it must have been last year because our my family was talking about it, like the Packers fans and stuff. They're like, yeah, but what's his name? Greg Joseph is not going to – oh, no, no, it was the first game. It was 23-7, but he's like – they must have kicked up some big field goals, like bombs or something. I don't know, because, like, there's no shot, shot that bump. That guy's making any field goals in Lambeau. Yeah, oh, shit. Someone said, like – I think my mom said this – either this week or, like, the most recent weeks, Only it's only one kicker that's made, like, a 50-yarder in Lambeau in December. Yeah, I believe it. It's like, I mean, 50 is not easy anywhere, but it, like it's going to happen. It's just like no one's ever done it. It's crazy. Yeah, especially fucking Hines for Chris Boswell lately. Sorry to bring up Steelers again, but another fucking two missed field goal game. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I know he's been we, hurt, but. I think we we missed last week, I know, but Justin Tucker missed a field goal last week. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Wild. But uh, next game, Chiefs versus Seahawks. I mean, what's to say here? I mean, Andy Reid got all he needed for Christmas, the cheeseburger and a W, and uh, the Seahawks, they dropped five of their last six. So, yeah, I, I mean, it was like we were at a point in the season where it's like, okay, that's gonna, eventually going to come down. But then everyone got to the point where we're like, they're good. But then it did come down. It just took longer than what we thought. And the Chiefs are being the Chiefs. I always – Every time the Chiefs play, I'm, I go, Logan, what do you think? How do you think Patrick Mahomes did today? He'll be like, I don't know, 300 yards and four touchdowns. I was like, well, he only threw 28 passes. So that factors in. He goes, 300 yards? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he, threw, he, didn't, he didn't have a great, like, insane game. They just won like they do. Like, it's so much. I can't even fathom how good they are and get it done. Like, Logan had their over and wins. But he also had – he's going over to the teams he bet, like, over and wins. He's like – I had the Rams. They didn't even come close. Um, what were those other teams? There's two other teams, and they weren't even – oh, Cardinals. He picked the Cardinals. They're not even close. Um, I think he took one more. I forget. Bears, obviously, because he always does, I think. And then the Chiefs. So he hit the Chiefs one with ease, it feels like. But they're unbelievable. They can just do whatever they want and win whenever they want, however they want. You guys have crazy. four wins right now? I think we still have three. All right, sweet. So I locked in my under. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then that's another thing. Everyone was talking. All our family members were talking how bad we are. I was like, we literally traded our whole defense. Like, <laughs> we got rid of everyone. What do you like want us to do? <laughs> I guarantee we get close to that. We'd have six wins, I think, and maybe seven at, by the end of the year if we kept our whole team. Oh, yeah. It's a blatant tank. And uh, I love what Big Cat said. He goes, I think that your offense coordinator or whatever got told, like, hey, let's quit running with Justin Fields. Right. Just let's just the fucking lose out. Yep. 
Uh, anyway, though, let's see what we got. Texans versus Titans. Honestly, I mean, who gives a shit? I'm just happy that Malik Willis can't throw football. So that's my recap of the game. I'm happy the Jags are going to get in the playoffs. Oh, that that is game, but oh yeah, because they lost. My no, bad. because of the Titans. Yeah, um, right, right. Because I think so. Seven, they're seven and eight. What are the Jags' record? I think they're also there, aren't they? Seven and eight. I think they might be two because they need. I remember we talked about two weeks ago. What? Yeah, they're both seven and eight. So next week is going to be big. Uh, but then they play week eighteen, which could decide the division. Yeah, it'd be cool. But uh, but yeah, and they the the Texans. Um, they just need to lose and they lock up that first pick. They're gonna completely blow it. Like, who was the team that did it a couple years ago? Jets. No, yeah, Jets winning that game. Yeah, uh Jack Matt they won TikTok about it. And uh uh-huh. it was like their returner or something, like took one to the or almost to the yeah, almost all, yeah, it was crazy. They beat the Rams, I think, and then they lost that pick and they got Zach Wilson. Instead of <laughs> oh, so tank shit. like tank tanking's huge. Like you can go back and like the Bengals. I remember when they got Burrow, they were um they they it was they were playing the Dolphins and they came all the way back from down like 21. They had one win that year, went to overtime, like even converted a two-point conversion to go to overtime. And I think they ended up losing in overtime, but it's like they almost blew that too, and they went to Burrow. It would have been it's so it would have been so funny. But it's Dang, like the Texans don't blow it, just lose. Like, I mean, I don't know who they play the rest of the year. I'll look quick, but they play Jags and Colts, which I don't know, but just lose one. That's all you got to do, and you lock it up. Yeah, I mean, just think about like how hard tanking like actually has to be, considering that the players on your team are literally playing for their livelihood. Yeah, they don't want to lose. Yeah, Coaches they, don't really want to lose necessarily. I mean, yeah, they it's their jobs on the line, so they have right. to play with everything they fucking got. And it's like like it's probably it's impossible for I think it's it's impossible for um college pros any sport to go out there and purposely lose. Like that's just not in their like de- like they're competitive people. Obviously, they're professional athletes. They don't want to lose. They don't care. Like, why would that team – like, why would anyone on the Texans right now care about the first pick? They just – they want to play and win. Right. Because there's no guarantee that they're going to be on the team the rest of their career. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like they're jotting out to a, like, worthless bowl game and shit. Right, yeah. But it's not like – Like, with bowl games, though, like, there's players that might be like, fuck, like, if I ball out here, it's more tape. So, I don't Mm -hmm. know. It's not – and. Even like the it's like the Texas if they were like guaranteed to be on the team next year or the for the rest of their lives, then it's like okay, let's be smart and just lose and then we get better players. But there's no guarantee they're gonna be around. Right. Play to win. So uh next game, commanders versus 49ers. So the commanders, yeah, they're still alive in the playoffs. I mean, it might be tough, but uh Brock Purdy, he just needs to chill the fuck out. This is getting out of hand. Um, he just falling out right now and it's not fair especially to me and um yeah the Niners just keep rolling yeah they're just really good I didn't know they were like always that team that was like almost like a couple games above 500 but everyone's saying how they're like Super Bowl contenders and then I look and I'm like they're 10 and 4 well like they just they just haven't lost in forever because I think they were 6 and 4 at one point 
in the season. But yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy, he's just everything that you need as a Niners quarterback. It's just, you don't need to do too much. Their defense is going to be amazing and their offense is going to do whatever they can and to win. It's just like, they're, it's, it's crazy. And him and that Kittle, him and George Kittle are like actually crazy connection. Like, yeah, they're like best friends now. Purdy. Bullshit. Yeah, and, uh, ever since Purdy came in, he's been playing so good. Well, it's not like Purdy's just throwing like a hundred some yards, just handing the ball off either. Like he's throwing over two hundred, and I think like every game mm-hmm. and two touchdowns. It's fucking. And he's not... making like big time throws. It's not like he's picking apart your defense all the way down the field. He just makes big time throws when when they're needed. <sighs> Fuck me, but uh. Cowboys were uh, I did I did tell Logan I was like it's so funny because Joey just doesn't want him to be good at all and he's balling and Jack obviously loves it. Well, I mean, if he was drafted like the year before this year, that's like whatever, fine. Brock Purdy can have his deal, but for him to be seventh round when we picked fucking Kenny Pickett in the first round, that just hurts. Oh yeah. That just hurts twice as hard. Like Oh, I forgot that he would be count as this draft. That's what I'm saying. It's like, oh yeah, like, like when David Montgomery. I know you're Bears fans, so you like want him to do good. Like when he does good, I don't really give a shit or like Alan Lazard. But when Brock Purdy trots out there and just I didn't realize line it up, it's like we could have this in the fucking seventh round. Like what? Yeah, shoot, I didn't realize that he would count. Like because you never think about him. You think about Ritter and Malik Willis and those guys. Right. Yeah, I didn't even think about uh, he'd be part of that. No, it's terrible. But uh, moving on, Cowboys versus Eagles, game of the week. Uh, when Men- when Minshew got the ball at the end of the game, I definitely thought that Mike Leach was, like, looking down on him. But sadly, <laughs> you know, the Eagles didn't pull it out. I mean, Minshew, like, he played good enough, 34 points versus Cowboys, has to give you a win like when you're playing the Cowboys. But, I mean, Dak just put on a show in this game, and uh, Cowboys got a huge win. Yeah, this is, like, it's – Huge for our fan base, like Dallas, like huge to win this game because it gives you like hope. Like, wow, we actually are like good this year. We can play with the best team. So, that, and the Eagles, you know, your quarterback. So, obviously, that is huge, but not a huge one for Dallas. Like, that's all you really got to say. And with regard to Minshew, I mean, might have played for a good, might have played for a job. Yeah, Even I like Baker situation quarterback for a long time, right? For, but... for a very long time, but uh. What's crazy? And Devontae, though, yeah, never mind. You Carson go. Wentz, his like MVP run season, Jalen Hurts MVP run season. Eagles go to the playoffs after <laughs> they get hurt. Big Dick Nick wins the Super Bowl that year. Garner Minshew, I mean, but um, and, and with back. the whole Mike Leach thing, I mean, I think he, God has a plan here, and history is going to repeat itself. <laughs> Hurts will be back though, unless he gets hurt again. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how bad his shoulder is, but Devonte Smith's uh, self touch and celebration was awesome. He's so fucking good; it's unreal. Yeah, yeah, and everyone say how he's too small. Oh, he's he's too small. Who cares? You're fast. He's fast. He can run routes. Like, who cares about your size? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm like pretty tall guy, but I'm pretty scrawny and i always tell people i'm like i'm not the strongest guy but i'm the toughest guy <laughs> that's that's Devonte smith yeah he's he's unbelievable that tandem with him and brown aj brown is very very good 
Uh, oh yeah, his touchdown celebration though, robbing the Salvation Army. Salvation <laughs> Army. <laughs> that's that's just Philly. Like Philly's like we don't give. It was awesome. We're coming here, taking. Yeah, that shot. that video is starting to like resurface about them just th- hammering snowballs at the. I don't know who they're playing. I think Giants fan, a gi- two Giants fans. Yeah. I feel so bad for those Giants fans. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like, they could have died. But, yeah, literally. But, I mean, just Philly being Philly, I just love it. So, mm-hmm. uh, moving on, last game, Jags versus Jets. The Jags just keep winning, and uh, they could sneak into the playoffs. I just – I wish the Jets were healthy so we could see their, like, true potential. But now we're stuck watching the other Wilson. That is a mockery to all QBs in the NFL. But, uh, I mean, I just have one question for you. Who had the bigger fall off this season, the Broncos in general or Zach Wilson going from the mom, the mom nailer, like people throwing MVP votes on him to now being just a laughing stock of like the NFL pretty much? It has to be Zach Wilson. I mean, <laughs> the highest of highs that- because nobody likes him anymore. Nobody. Nobody likes him anymore. And it's, it's only because, like, what he said, too, about, like, how it's – he if he wouldn't have said anything, like, about the defense, like, when he said you feel bad or something, I can't remember what they asked him. He said no. Like, no one would really show him. It's like, okay, just it's not that good. But when he said that and now he sucks, it's like everyone just hates him now. Well, I also think it's because Mike White's such a likable guy. Right. That that doesn't help. But it's like you, got, you get benched twice in the same season. Like, you're done. You're done as a Jet, at least. I mean, they're – could be something that, but the Jets are so good on defense. They have so many weapons on offense. They're super young on both sides of the ball. They're a quarterback away from being a very, very good team. Like I'm talking like top of the one of the one of those contenders with like those other teams, like Bills and Chiefs and Bengals. If they just get a goddamn quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I said it a couple weeks back, and it's I think they will too. I mean, they'll, they'll get something. I mean, even if in free agency, you're a big-time quarterback, I know New York's like a weird market to go to. I mean, you either like it or you hate it. But, like, that's – why would you a, not want to play on a that A really team? big – Jimmy G would be, like, perfect because they wanted him this year. And then, obviously, this Brock Purdy situation, Trey Lance, like, why would you – if you're the Niners, why would you go back to Jimmy G when you're like, we can win with anybody. Might as, might as well be a young guy, you know, a little more mobile and – he'd be perfect fit for new york i feel like because they have really good running backs too i'm trying to figure out what do you think like the niners will get out of uh trey lance because i think there's no reason what they're gonna do no like what are they gonna do with him and purdy i just don't understand it's gonna be interesting i mean i think they have to get rid of trey lance because right obviously yeah how high his price tag will probably be i mean some oh people are gonna get them fucking blow because he hasn't really done anything, so it's not like he's bad. We don't know. Someone's take a gamble on him. Might as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, then that runs out everything for uh, this past week's slate. I just have two other NFL things. Uh, did you see Gronk's, like, 69 thing? Yeah. yeah. So, for those, of you, troll. for those of you who don't know, uh, Kay Adams, shout out her, beautiful lady. She asked him yep. – uh, she asked him what happened with the whole 69 thing. Is he still like a huge 69 guy? And he said that a team called him, told him that if he played with them, he, he could have the number 69. 
And every time he got on the field, he would, they would let him tell the ref to announce that he's an eligible receiver. So every time the ref would have to say over the intercom, 69 is an eligible receiver. And that's just as Gronk as it gets. It's so funny. It's so funny. Like you said, though, it's just Gronk. So Gronk. Um, and why like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to play. Obviously that's why like that was part of it. He's like, I don't, I don't want to come back. But I mean, just the fact that if he did come back and that's only the reason why it's just fucking. <laughs> yeah. It'd be so funny. He, he, he also says like, if, we, if I was on the Bucks side, we'd be undefeated. Whatever team like thought of that idea. I mean, props to them. That's just great. Right. Right. Uh, then the Pro Bowl came out. Uh, how many Pro Bowlers do the Bears have? Zero. We have the second pick, though. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. Steelers, anyway. TJ Watt made it as a starter. Oh, Roquan like, made it. Yeah, uh, as a Raven. But um, TJ Watt made it after playing four games, now five. But that's fucking awesome. Stupid. They're just that's paying stupid. their specs. That's uh, stupid. Then Alex Highsmith, he was a reserve for that, which I think – he obviously should play in that game. He's like third in lead in sacks, balling out with TJ Watt out. Um, Minka, you know, obviously best safety in the league. And uh, Cam Hayward, I believe, made it. So not not bad for Steelers. Uh, the Eagles had like eight starters and I think four more. Yeah. Like Miles the whole team. made it. Um, then Geno Smith, obviously being like the biggest, like what the fuck of the whole thing. I mean... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess the voters weren't like recency biased, but, uh, yeah, shout out Gino though. What a turnaround. The first of all, TJ Watt should not have made it. That's just stupid. Oh, it's on real. I couldn't. That's actually, it. it's because it's just because it's TJ Watt. Like, yeah, the best. There's no, other, there's, a, there's no other reason. It's like, you shouldn't be eligible if you don't play that. Like, that is dumb. He, he'll make it every year. Yeah. He, whether he's injured or not. No, like if you don't play, like you shouldn't. It's just stupid. But um, what was I gonna say? I, the AFC quarterbacks is hilarious. How it's just Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> Who's even is NFC Hurts like cousins? Hurts Kirk, yeah, Hurts Kirk and uh, Gino. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just wow. That's what a what a difference. But yeah, it, I can't wait for them seven on sevens. Yeah, and I think um. The Chiefs got like three linemen too. It's like, oh well, that they fixed that problem. Yeah, the Eagles got three. That's yeah. Well, it was just like the Chiefs' big flaw of that Super Bowl was their offensive line. Obviously, they were hurt, but then they get three guys. And What's one's like the rookie, I think. Is uh the Eagles got a their like offensive guard got in as a reserve, but he used to be a rug, rugby player. And I remember them drafting him, and I'm like, oh, this is just a joke. You know, like fuck it. We don't know what to pick here. Let's just get this rugby player. Maybe he'll be he does something. And yeah, now he's a reserve in the Pro Bowl. That's just fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. The Pro Bowl actually, I it's gonna it's gonna get a lot of views this year just because it's gonna be the first year with this uh seven on seven thing. It's gonna be like yeah, everyone's I, gonna wanna see everyone's gonna see how it works. I love the skills competitions too. I mean, I think in the NBA, like the skills competitions are the more most interesting part. Same with baseball, Agreed. like home run derby, like you Agreed, know, yeah. But uh yeah, I mean, that's it with football, unless you got anything else. I don't think so. Uh, college football signing day. 
So Caden Proctor obviously flipped from Iowa to Alabama. Um, I can't blame him a bit. He got absolutely right. demolished on Twitter. I mean, which I, is so dumb. I like, fucking hate it as an Iowa fan. It's like embarrassing. Uh, he, I think it was KWWL or KCRG. They interviewed him after his decision, and he's just like, he was like pretty cool about everything. Everything he said makes sense, and uh, everybody's calling him out on Twitter for like money and all that shit. He said that the NIL deal in Iowa was like just as same or even more, I think, than what he was getting in Alabama. Probably just because that Alabama NIL money probably gets stretched pretty thin, but uh, mm-hmm. he just made total sense. He's like, yeah, when I step on campus in Iowa, he's like, I'm the guy and I have to be the guy and I'm pretty much just not going to learn from like other dudes who are like better than me. And he's like, when I go to Alabama, he's like, then I can compete every single day work, play against SEC talent, primetime games every other week. Like it just makes total sense. And then he gives a line where he says, uh, yeah, it's just so funny how there's, 40, 50 year olds on Twitter telling him how to live his life when he's like, right. dude, I'm fucking 18. You're a 50 year old man sitting on your couch tweeting at an 18 year old kid, like working, yeah, tell me what to do. Working a nine to five job and he's making two point like five million a year down yeah. in Alabama. Yeah, no, I don't blame him at all. The, like, the only thing I, it's not like nothing to go at him about is like how he was committed to Iowa. That's the only flaw you can have in it. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's like kid's going to go where he wants. He's like 18 years old. Why are we grilling him about a college decision? Like, it's just stupid. Uh, another thing I liked a lot. He said, he's like, yeah, when I go down there, he's like, I want to represent the state of Iowa. And he's like, throughout my career. And he's like, and I think he's like the best, the best player I can be. He thinks he can be at Alabama, you know, at the end of the day. So, mm-hmm. right. You know, if you're like a real Iowa fan, fucking cheer for the guy. <laughs> Still gonna root for him. Like if you're from Iowa, whether you're an Iowa fan or not, like just guys from Iowa, you're just gonna root for him. It's not like we're gonna have to fucking play against him. So <laughs> yeah, it's like who gives a shit? I don't um, really care. I mean, yeah, it, it hurts, but big deal. It's like let him do what the hell he wants. Yeah. Uh moving on though. Uh just a couple more guys who left. Uh Kadon Slovis went from Pitt to BYU. I didn't even think that was allowed. The BYU don't you have to do a fucking like retreat? No, or no. I think you if you're if a lot of people that go there are already Mormon. That's why. Like so they they do it. But if I don't think if you're not Mormon, I don't think it matters. No, all right. I uh, have yeah, no that idea. That makes sense because Zach Wilson got drafted at like twenty one. Right. Know. Yeah. I think like. If you're already Mormon and you go to BYU, then obviously that's part of like your religion, your life. But I think anybody can go there. Just like going to like Notre Dame and shit. Like you don't have to be that religion. Um, another one, DJ Uangalele transferred to Oregon State. So his brother was at Oregon. And I don't even know where I was going with this, but he well, committed Oregon, to Oregon. Right. And I imagine that DJ wanted to go to Oregon, but uh, mm-hmm. but fucking our, our your guy goes back. Yeah, Bo Nix is staying, so he's like, "Well, shit, can't go there now, so I'll just go to their neighbors, Oregon State." And I imagine Nike is paying him a good bag there. So, absolutely. Um, and a lot of people were saying that they like this year they were like a quarterback away from being like 
they were obviously really good. Like their record's very good, but they're like a quarterback away from being like a really good team. And I'm not saying like DJ's unbelievable, but he's still pretty good quarterback because they have a really good defense, I know. And they like a good running back and stuff, and they're all coming back. So like they're supposed to be really good again, and they're like a quarterback away, I guess. And now they kind of got one. Yeah, this guy on ESPN, I mean, take his word for a grain of salt because he works at ESPN, but he was like, uh yeah, everybody's shitting on DJ, but it was like Clemson's offense as a general was just got off right. last year. And he like doesn't know whether to point the finger at him or what. So if you're Oregon State, you take a shot on a guy like oh, that. Oh fuck yeah. I bet they're too he, happy to have him. He played good. Like it's not like he was awful. Like at Clemson. They won like eleven games. That's so like he's obviously very good quarterback still. Uh the next I just have all quarterbacks here, but fuck if I can grab my notes here. Shit. Okay, there I we don't, go. I, mean, I don't know. Uh Graham Mertz of Florida. So, I mean, it's just a bunch of mid-quarterbacks going everywhere. But, I mean, whatever. Graham Mertz in Florida, like, have fun, I guess. <laughs> fun in Florida, yeah. That's not a guy I would want if you're Florida. No. Fucking he's not very. He's not very good. And then uh, JT Daniels. I thought this was the weirdest one. Commits to Rice. Um, JT, I hope you light it up at Rice. But just don't fucking transfer again. I'm sick and tired of you. This is like a seventh year, isn't it? Sixth year? Yeah, it's got to be. What's his fourth school? I think seventh year because he went to Georgia. USC. And he went to USC. No, USC to Georgia. Yeah. To, um, West Virginia. Yeah, and then to West Virginia. Yep. And now Rice. It's like he just keeps going down the totem pole. It's so funny. But, uh, I mean, that's oh. what it there, – Go ahead. I mean, that's what you do, like, when you're this old. Like, who's going to want him, really? I feel like he's like, gone through it so much. I don't know. I think he's still good. He had a, he played good at West Virginia, but I don't know. Yeah. You know that song, uh, Hot and Cold by Katy Perry? Mm-hmm. Uh, that song was made about him. Uh, he changes yeah. his, like a girl changes clothes. <laughs> Literally. He, it's unbelievable, though, how you're before school. Uh, Hang it up. Uh, any any more transfers you don't want to talk about? trying to think i mean colorado is climbing the ladder on the transfer portal rankings and recruiting they were like 50 something at the beginning of signing day and now they're all like today i saw they're like at 28 or 26 and transfers their number three i think yeah shout out dion and then shout out all the fucking idiots at their schools like on twitter thinking they were gonna get travis hunter like nice try yeah like what are we doing if he'll follow him to Jackson State, I think he'll follow Dion to Colorado. I think, yeah. Some some big like college football guy said, "Don't rule out Georgia." Like, I'm gonna rule him out. I mean, there's no shot. Like he at least said on a live stream that he's going to Colorado. <laughs> and what a smart move by Travis Hunter being like, "Hey, give me 200k on YouTube, and I'll announce my commitment." All time, like, everyone, all the, everyone knows where you're going already. <laughs> and it worked it worked i know all right i'll be right back i gotta grab a laptop charger all right we're back uh just a couple more headlines for you guys uh the nba so the early like all-star voting came out um so for the east in the backcourt this shocked shit out of me not Donovan mitchell but tyrese halliburton is a favorite in the east to start in the backcourt this year unbelievable year 
Yeah, I mean, like, I had no it, idea about it. <laughs> his last um, – I'm going to pull it up. His last few games have been unbe- – he shot like – he shot, he had like 40-some points the other day and shot 70% from the field. Jeez. As a, as a point guard. He right. was averaging 20. He's averaging 20 and 10. Um, let me pull up his game log. Yeah, it was the Heat. They won. He had 43 points, seven assists, and shot 70% from the field. Yeah, that, that is unreal. That's ridiculous. Um, and then in the back court or front court, I mean, there's obvious Giannis, Tatum, and KD. So oh wow. Who would have <laughs> thought? Yeah. And then uh in the West, just some surprising that I had, like they have these guys as starters right now. They had Shy, and then I mean not a surprise, but uh Zion. It's like there you go. He's fucking yeah. Yeah, and I mean he never really left. He just wasn't around really. Uh the next thing, Dirk, he got a statue. Um, so Dirk, he's my favorite player of all time. Just because whenever I had to play my brother one-on-one, I had to shoot faders. Otherwise, he'd send my shit back. Um, but yeah, that the coolest statue like ever, other than maybe like the Jordan one outside the United Center with the Jordan pose, you know, or Shaq's when he's like just hanging on the rim. But yeah, that's how it's fucking done. No, Dirks is perfect. Um, because they didn't even they even got the shoes that he wore in the finals. Like that was perfect too, the hyper dunks. And LeBron talked about it. And it, people were grilling, people were grilling him about it, but it's like, what it, like that's a that's not like you know, it's not as crazy to like predictions like he's been saying. Like that's just like normal. I always said, like I knew what did he say? Like I knew he was gonna get a statue or something. No, he said he knew he's gonna get a statue of him like doing the leaner. Like oh yeah, but it's like they, now you're just looking at an excuse to pick on LeBron because obviously yeah. that's what it was going to be. If you surveyed 100,000 NBA fans, every single one of them would say, oh, probably it's fadeaway, you know, jump shot. Right, exactly. So whatever. Which, but, you know, it is a perfect statue. In this statue, I don't know what it's – like what play of it is, but he's almost like parallel to the ground. He's leaned back. Right. And this one compared to like – MJ and Shaq like nobody like nobody dislikes Dirk so it's like he's just it's just like perfect and in Dallas it's like a smaller market to to do it it's just perfect everything about it and I mean it just has to be said but I mean everybody's done it for us already but like the commanders wow if they thought it was bad when they unveiled their statue it's even worse now I mean yeah it's just like I, you Get can't more... feel bad for him. That's just fucking outrageous, right? Uh, then my last NBA thing. We have another arrest. I mean, it isn't a locker room guys podcast. We don't talk about somebody getting arrested. But Amari Stoudemire got arrested. I got to look for what for. But Amari Stoudemire is like a name I didn't think I'd say, like forever. I used to fucking love him, but mm-hmm. yeah, now he's he's a assistant coach for the Suns, and he's now in jail. Yeah, I didn't even hear that. Holy shit. He punched his daughter in the jaw. Whoa, 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 he, whoa. He told the cops, he said, received a whooping for being disrespectful and a liar. So he that doesn't matter. You don't, that doesn't matter. Exactly. He told the cops. He was straight up about it. Yeah. I don't know how yeah, my daughter is, but still, you just punch her in the fucking face. It almost makes it worse. I feel like if she's like older. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know. 
Because I, like, I don't know. You can't punch like a fucking. Obviously not. Yeah, I know that. But it's like if she's like, let's say she's like in high school, like a sophomore in high school, and you sock her in the jaw. Like, holy well, there's God. no getting away with know. that. No. <laughs> I mean, holy. No. Shit. Not when you said it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I did. I hit her. Yeah. What the hell, dude? I got some NBA things. Number one. Actually, this is probably the only thing I have. Oh, I mean, the Christmas Day, we talked like those were, I didn't really watch much of it because football, but kind of here and there is like pretty good. Um, I know we're locker room games. guys, we watch it so then you don't have to, but I did not watch it's it. NBA, but it's NBA. It's NBA. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, Logan pointed out, he goes, I like how like they pick the best teams to play. Mm-hmm. Like the NFL, just shit games. Every Thanksgiving, there's maybe one good Thanksgiving game. No, but, but... Luke, that, that, like the games this weekend, if you looked at those games in the preseason, you would have thought that probably yeah. were some fucking games, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's it's easier to predict good teams in the NBA. Like I obviously mean, every team they picked is gonna be good. And let's even talk about the Broncos Rams. Like that game would have been a huge fucking game if they yeah, would have up to their potential. Right. right. But yeah, like NBA, like it's hard, it's easy to predict who's gonna be good. And obviously right. you always throw LeBron in there because he goes LeBron had an awesome game too, thirty-eight points. They lost, but um, what was he gonna say? Oh yeah, the Grizzlies Warriors rivalry thing is just awesome, and Clay Thompson has every right to say exactly what he's saying because the Grizzlies are so stupid. Like Dylan Brooks, they said, "How do you that thing where he said, how do you feel about um Chef Curry not playing?" He goes, "I want him to play," but he goes, "I'm excited for Clay." I'm like, <laughs> was, I I think I am ready to show him deep my defense. Like, buddy, he cooked. That's the last thing you want to say to anybody, one of those two guys. Clay and Steph, you talk shit about them, they're just going to light you up. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, Clay Thompson said 24, like not nothing crazy, but he, he when he looked down at Dylan Brooks because he tried to test that shot and fell over, it was this awesome moment. And after the game, he goes, they're talking about a dynasty and they haven't won anything. No, exactly. They haven't, they've won one playoff series. <laughs> Did you see them in the locker room? They're not like they were in the tunnel getting ready for the game. They're all turning up. I think young boy or something. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit! Like the Grizzlies might be in for a game tonight. You know, like like they obviously mm-hmm. like looked like they're gonna come out just firing. But I mean, it's the Warriors. The Warriors. So. It's the Warriors. They're just and Dylan Brooks. Yeah, talk all you want. He had 13 points. Shot four of 12 from the field. Like that's just bad. Like I don't like Dylan Brooks. I really never did when he was since he started in the NBA and like Jaron Jackson, I'm not a big fan of, I don't mind John Morant like at all. He's just really good. I just don't like the Grizzlies and the Warriors just without Steph and Wiggins, just put it on them. I mean, Jordan uh, Poole's averaging, Jordan Poole's averaging like 30 or 40 without <laughs> Steph. <laughs> he had 32. Uh, like that's like, he's just unbelievable. And it was the last thing I was going to say. I forgot. Total Draymond Green stat: three points, thirteen assists, thirteen rebounds. I fucking love that. <laughs> no, and like if you guys listen to our college basketball podcast, I always talk about Tyler Kolick, how he's like he's a point guard, but he's like one of them guys who just fills up every mm-hmm. stat. I just love that. I love them kind of. It's players. just awesome. Yeah, but like, it's the Warriors. It's like it's their conference until someone knocks them off, and it's like no one's gonna knock them off. It feels like they're just that good. And John Morant to come out and say. They said, who, who's standing in the way of your championship? He said, the Celtics. And then they said, anybody in the West? He goes, I don't worry about anyone in the West. 
So you can't you haven't we've won one series against the Timberwolves. Like that's like that's your track record. Like they have no like it's whatever. Uh yeah, then moving to MLB. Yeah. Uh Carlos Correa. So was gonna go to the Giants. Uh this physical didn't work out. So then he got signed by the Mets, and now the Mets might not sign him because of his physical also. So I don't know what the hell is going on. What did you guys I know he got that injury in Houston, but what the fuck's even going on? I don't know. I I actually no idea. I haven't like looked into the details, but I mean we we'll take him back in Minnesota if he wants to. Another one year rental? No, we offered him ten years for two eighty five, but then he accepted the Giants, which I'm not paying a guy like I'm not paying a guy like Correa for thirteen years. Like he's how old already? He'd give the last five years of that deal would be dog shit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we'll take him to Minnesota if he wants to come back. I don't give a shit about a physical. Uh, then Trevor Brower, he's back. He's supposed to get two years. I think they cut it down to one. And mm-hmm. uh, what'd he do again? Didn't he like some kind of domestic sexual assault? I think. Yeah. So sexual, maybe. I mean that's that's pro sports for you. I mean time heals all wounds. So but I don't think it really. It must not have really been because the whole time, like Trevor Bauer and people were saying, oh, it didn't wasn't really that big deal. It didn't really happen. Maybe now they're kind of figuring that out. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they had to cut off a year for some good reason. Right. And then uh, Justin Turner is now Red Sox. I think he had a shit year though, didn't he? Yeah, he didn't play. He had a very good year, but. Um, the Dodgers don't care. Let's get someone else. Yeah, exactly. Let us sign someone else. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I have for this week. I think that's all I got, too. Yeah, Maybe I mean, more, otherwise, but... uh, we will have college basketball episode out for you guys this week. Um, There wasn't much games to break down, but Iowa did lose as, like, a, what, 33-point favorite, so – That'll be definitely something to tune in for and uh, upcoming games. Obviously, it's a big thing. So, uh, yeah, yep. make sure you tune into that later on in the week. And as always, take her easy. This kid is a gamer. He's a follower. He's a playmaker and a shot caller. In case you didn't know, I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win games. I got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. All, 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 he, all he does is unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. play on Sunday. Unleash. Tell T-Bowed. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. I'm going to church Sunday. Run pass option. I think that's my game. I guarantee you that. I'm no John Elway. He's rewriting the book. Weekend and weekend. He's a unique football player. That's what Tim Tebow's all about. He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut your He's a gamer. He's a baller. Playmaker. Shut your Unleash Tim Tebow. Let him go. It's time. Turn him loose. Let him play. Let him play. Right. On Sunday. And all he does is win. All, all, all he does is win. One more game. One more win. All, all, all he does is win games.